This is The Spot, a BYU-Idaho radio production, where we talk about what you're talking about at BYU-Idaho. Today's hosts are me, Celeste Simmons, Noah Timson, Candy Zilalu, and special guest, Laurel Christensen. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. All right. Thanks, everyone, for being on the podcast today. Our guest today is Laurel. So, Laurel, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm a sophomore here at BYUI. This is my third semester. Currently, I'm from California, but I've lived all over the country. I've also lived in Arkansas, San Jose, Philly. Those are distant memories, but California is home right now. So Idaho is freezing and adapting has been interesting. Yeah, and that's what our episode is about today is how to survive the Rexburg winters. How many winters have you had here? Just one, and it was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Candy and Noah? How many winters have you guys had here? I have, This is my—I'm uh, going on my third winter. Uh, during my off-track, I'm usually not here because it's winter, but I was here this winter. And I think, like, two years ago, I was also here. So two winters. Yeah, I think I'm going on my third right now. I won't be here for winter semester because I'm graduating— but winter kicks in pretty early yes. in like the middle of the fall semester. So I thought it was a good time to do this episode because just last week we got some snow for the first time, our first snowfall. It was before Halloween, which is crazy. Oh, so um, but now, yeah, now it's not snowing. It's just really rainy. And sometimes it's stuff freezes over in the morning. And, but anyways... Rexburg Winters, this is the the study survival guide to, to how to survive a Rexburg winter because I'm sure we have some good tips to give to the listeners. So what are some of your guys' favorite things to do in the winter to to not just die of boredom? No, it's definitely interesting because I'm a very outdoorsy person. And so back home, everything's outdoors, but it's all like warm. And so here it's like tapping into this new idea of just being in the snow and just accepting it because I'm one that likes to fight things and I don't like the cold the negative 40 that happened really threw me for a whirlwind and so just learning to kind of accept it and just find the joy in it really helped with my mental health I totally agree that's what I had to do last winter because I don't ski or snowboard I've only been skiing once um and I grew up in California too like I don't I've never had experience with terrible winters or any type of snow. So, yeah, I just had to learn to, I don't know, try to have fun with it. We would go sledding at the sand dunes. That was really fun. Um, just, like, buying pieces of clothing that keep you warm from, like, DI. I just bought some snow pants and, like, a good jacket. You need a good jacket. Invest in a good jacket. You can't just... I don't know. <laughs> you just yeah, can't survive. You can't survive with just like a, a minimal, I don't know, like a cheap jacket. You need to invest in a good one. Um, and it will pay off. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I Yeah, a few winters ago, that's when me and my friends got into like rock climbing. Because that's indoor. They have like an indoor rock gym. So, you know, while other people are out skiing, we were like inside climbing, which was fun. Um yeah, you just have to kind of romanticize the, the terrible do. snow. Well, not terrible snow. It's not terrible, but some days no, it just okay. sucks it to walk through. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty, like, it's really pretty in the beginning. It's just, like, over time, once it hits, like, February, it starts to get, like, black and Gross. from the dirt. Yeah. And By March, it gets old. It's just, like, just go. Yeah, it just, just go away. Yeah, it feels eternal, yeah. I would say. 
Yeah. But there is still so much hope. Yes. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> All right, Candy, no, you have to give us at least one thing that helps you survive the winter. I guess I'll start. Um, so there's probably a number of students who are walking around campus. I've been one of those students who um, walks a lot. And so I think the biggest thing, like you guys were mentioning, was just having a good jacket. Um, I think that it's all about layers. Um, I am from Utah, so definitely used to the cold. I feel like maybe Utah winters have gotten a lot easier over the last few years, but um, I think it's one of those things, if you can think of the experience as just this is an experience and it's more of an adventure as opposed to just another day in Rexburg, that usually helps. Um, uh, I, I think that... most things I feel like for me are just an attitude thing. And so don't get me wrong. I have days where, like you said, when you see the black ice out there or don't see the black ice, um, (laughs) it sucks. I've had a few times, even last winter, I still remember walking through a parking lot like late at night and I did not see some black ice just, you know, found myself on the ground. So those are always fun times. But I think that, um, it's really kind of an attitude thing with most things. Um, and like you guys were saying that <clears throat> finding things to do outside of city limits, that's always my biggest go-to. Like if you hate Rexburg, it's probably because you haven't been outside of city limits and you're trapped in this little, you know, quarter mile radius of campus. So the more you can get outside of it, I think the better. I used to snowboard a little bit when I was younger. So I saw they were advertising. Um, I think Kelly Canyon has a student pass for like two, like 300 bucks or something like that. So I think for people who are open to the idea of learning something new, I think that would be um, a great thing. Um, But for me, it's just an attitude thing. And then also making sure that I have people around me. Um, You don't want to isolate yourself, I think. Um, So, you know, finding things you can do with your friends um, in the wintertime is like really important because it can get really lonely um and i feel like most people just stay inside in the winter so if you don't know people um it can be tough mm-hmm. yeah definitely like having a good support group and even if you're just like watching movies or playing games at your apartment at least it's something to do what about you candy <sighs> i'm not as often <laughs> uh yeah i guess this is dedicated to all my quitters out there for everyone who has not such a good attitude like me a space heater. A space heater has changed my life. I bring it to the bathroom. I just blast it in my room. And probably just like buying a lot of sweaters. But other than that, man, winter. <laughs> winter is time to, to study, I guess, to get good grades. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And Being it's funny because like, I, I would think that. And then like, I, you see how gloomy it is right now? Like I'm fighting to tell my brain that it's morning. Like in my head right now. I'm supposed to be asleep, mm-hmm. so I don't know, set a lot of alarms too, I guess, because, yeah. 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 What are some of the mistakes that you guys have made during the Rexburg winters? Hmm. Noah was talking about black ice. For those that don't know what black ice is, I hope I explain it right, but it's when ice obviously like freezes over like on a road, but you can't see it. I don't know why you can't see it. It's just like the asphalt and like all the dirt mixes together. And so it makes it black. Yeah. It just makes it Um, black. So yeah. So it's like ice that you can't see, which is why people, people always say to be aware of it. I feel like always be aware of the traction on your shoes. Mm -hmm. Cause like I, I love sneakers. I'm a sneakerhead. 
I'll stick with my sneakers and the tread will just fade really quickly. And once the snow hits and the ice hits, like you're just a goner. Like you'll just yeah. slip and slide and you'll try to catch yourself. And it's really hard. And so just being a prepared person, like wearing those layers, having the traction, like that just gives you peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And it makes the day so much easier because yeah. when you unexpectedly slip, it's just not fun. It's the worst thing it's ever. It's the worst thing ever. I hate So just slipping. avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my least favorite thing ever is slipping. <laughs> Because if there's people around you, then you get embarrassed. It's the embarrassment. You hurt like your wrist or your hip or whatever. And it's just awkward and bad. So, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I think another mistake, at least that I still make, is that I never check the weather. I just don't care to. Oh, my goodness. That's the first thing I do in the morning. (laughs) I don't know if that's a guy thing or it's just a me thing. But I'm like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. And so I'll like wear a (laughs) t-shirt. Sorry. <laughs> and so I'll be on campus and I'm like, this was the wrong day to wear shorts and uh, not a jacket because it's currently snowing outside. So I think uh, first and foremost, probably checking the weather. Um, that'd be a good start. And then second <laughs> second to that is uh, actually... Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm so shook. So <laughs> and then uh, actually uh, probably listening to the weather advisory channels, like when they say it's negative 40, like you're not that guy that can survive it without, no. you know, like face covering. So I did that last winter. Um, it was a negative 40 day. And uh, I mean, I had places to be. So <gasps> I, I left <laughs> and uh, I covered my face uh, with like a, um, what do you call that? Like handkerchief? A, not a handkerchief. Um, ski mask? Scarf? I wish I had a ski mask. <laughs> but uh, yeah, scarf. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, anyway put on a scarf and it was just covering like over my nose well by the time i got to where i was going like i felt like my top of my cheeks were starting to get uh frostbite so um luckily i still have my cheeks but uh i think that yeah you should definitely listen to the advisory things they're not just suggestions um i would definitely take them (laughs) a little more seriously than i have uh so that's what I would do. I think there's no need to uh, put yourself into a situation. Ah, Jesus, take the wheel. So no, like your life, you just wake up, get dressed. Like you, don't, uh, you even look outside, like to see. To be like- honest, uh, my friend texted me the first day it snowed here and said, "Hey, have fun in the snow." And I said, "It snowed today." Oh. I woke up. You know, I was <laughs> planning on wearing just you know like some joggers and maybe a jacket huh. and. Uh, I, I walked back inside. I was like, I think I need a thicker jacket. <laughs> Still not a coat, yeah. but, you know, at least I'll need a, another layer. I think something that's different, at least between the Utah winter and the Idaho winter, is it's so much more humid up here. So, like, that— up here? There's—I mm-hmm. don't yeah. know if you can feel it in the air, but that humidity, I think—I don't know if we're getting it blown over from Oregon or Washington, but we get, like, moisture in the air, and— I'm an asthmatic, so I think that's why I notice it more because I'm like, whoa, like Utah's so dry and like my allergies will still be going crazy in the winter. But like here, it's just more windy and humid. And so I think that it makes it feel as if it's colder. And so I think, like you guys are saying, I think the layers are definitely important. I served my mission in Virginia and over there, like if you don't have a coat that goes down to your knees, you won't have knees after the winter. <laughs> check that out so. too, Don't be shy. I check the weather every hour. I think you need to start that like every hour. Like, what's the update? What? Yeah. I should do that. Yeah. What are essential pieces in your wardrobe for the winter? Ugh, this is my favorite question. 
turtlenecks. I own just so many random tur- guys. Guys, turtlenecks are so like literally. I feel invincible when I'm in a turtleneck because I just I can't feel it. Apart from turtlenecks, ski masks. Who cares if people are just looking at your eyes? Protect your face. It is too cold to be having your cheeks burnt off. Ski masks and turtlenecks, like a hundred percent. The listeners can't see, but Candy has a turtleneck on I right am. now. She does. <laughs> it's very cute, like, might I add. So she's yeah. This is it's a real. Very it's serious real. testimony. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for me, it's gloves. I hate when my hands get cold and my hands get very dry. Like right now, they're like cracking and like all red um, since the snow started. And so I got like a good pair of North Face gloves at some sporting goods store. Um, and those saved my life because then when I go out to my car in the morning, I have to scrape off the snow, scrape off the ice. That is the worst feeling when my hands are just like I get back in my car and like I can't move. So for me, it's gloves. Oh, and thermals. I wear thermals under my clothes a lot to keep me warm, which is very helpful. I haven't ever done thermals, but maybe I should. I don't know. (laughs) They're super nice because they're just like super thin. It's just like you're wearing leggings and like a long sleeve shirt. Yeah. And they keep you warm. So That makes sense. Yeah. For me, I run really warm and cold at the same time. So like I have Raynaud syndrome and so my hands are always cold I just don't have good circulation so a good pair of gloves or electric hand warmers Mm. or there's even these little um packet hand things on Amazon called hot to go and they're just reusable hand warmers and you can just boil them and take them where you go you snap them and it just creates instant heat and it is the best thing ever I also this is so random but my mom bought me this type of lotion it's called hands in a bottle or like gloves in a bottle Gloves on a bottle. It's on Amazon. It is the best hand moisturizer I've ever used because it has like this ingredient where it doesn't let moisture escape your hands. And I hate the feeling of Aquaphor on my hands. And this moisturizer is the only thing that keeps my hands like not chapped. I literally brought it with me today. <laughs> so you can totally use it. Yeah, my hands are always so dry. And this is something one of the areas in my mission was super cold and super dry and I my hands were just like bleeding all the time and my companion was like okay this is what you're gonna do and she got me aquaphor she put them on my hands and then she gave me socks mm-hmm. and I put socks on my hands and I just slept like that and then woke up in the morning and my hands were soft yeah so I still do that now I almost did it last night but I fell asleep before I could do it but yeah now I use Vaseline so I just put like Vaseline aquaphor whatever you have and then put socks over your hands that like insulates I don't know keeps the moisture in and then you wake up in the morning and your hands are a lot, a lot softer. So yeah, you kind of feel, you kind of feel crazy. You can't like move your hands at night, but it's worth it. I would say a good pair of boot socks. So like I bought my very first pair of snow boots this past winter and I'm so glad I did because A, they had good traction and they went above the ankles. So the snow didn't get in my socks. Mm-hmm. That is huge. Having cold feet on campus while you're in class worst feeling ever no one likes soggy feet it's awful (laughs) so getting a good pair of boot socks good pair of boots just accepting it and saying okay well this is an investment peace of mind i'm all about peace of mind yeah i think um i have i've had them since i was like 16 but you know my feet haven't changed since i was 16 so i have these boots that you basically open them up. I forget the brand right now. I think it's like Ecos or something like that. But um, they basically strap over your normal shoes, so they're really th- they're like thin. 
they basically look like you're walking like like you're a Halo character or something. But <laughs> you know, you strap them over, and like I've used those, and they go all the way up to like my shin, so like I can walk in deep snow. And then when I'm just done with them, I just take them off, and I'm wearing my normal shoes because honestly, I hate boots. They always like pinch my feet in a weird way, so I just like wearing my normal shoes, and then I throw those over. And then my other thing is just like. You need a solid beanie. I mean, maybe I should try the ski mask thing. I think that will be cool. Um, but I always wear a beanie because I feel like if you can keep your head warm, your hands warm, you know, you're mm-hmm. not going to get too cold. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And in the winter, it can get really hard on our mental health because it's so dark outside. You know, you wake up and you don't really see the sunrise because it's super foggy or it's snowing. And then the sun sets at like 4.30 p.m., like super early so it just feels like it's nighttime all the time um and that can be really hard mentally and that's kind of i think a widely known thing on campus is that people struggle with their mental health during the winter here so what have you guys been able to do to protect and help your mental health um i'll go first i would say for me so i'm an introvert i guess i should preface with that so like talking to people like this is i'm surprised i agreed to do this but (laughs) here i am i'm an introvert and so forming conversations with people and just being open has always been really hard for me and so finding my group of friends or working really hard during fall semester to get close with my roommates always pays off with winter there's no way i could have done winter last semester without my roommates because they truly were my best friends And even though introverts like to be alone and just do their thing, they always want human connection. I am a person who needs to talk to people even if I don't want to. And just finding your people to talk to, even when you're in a good mental space, even when you're in a bad mental space, is truly important. I would also say getting involved on campus. I'm, again, I don't like to do that, but like going to skate night and just hanging out with people or just talking and introducing yourself, it it feels awkward at first, but like having, making friends in each of your classes is crucial because just smiling and seeing that person's face every day makes your day 10 times better. I would say for me, uh, I would agree with the social side of it. I'm the opposite. I'm a complete extrovert. So if I don't have the social interaction, I feel super drained. So I like to play basketball on campus at the I Center and there's a few nights a week. I know it kind of competes with intramural sports, but Um, intramurals is also another great way. I've done intramural football and intramural basketball, and both of those have been fun uh, to do just to get to know people. And I feel like the more you are consistent with going, like people really do start to recognize you. You really do start to find your people. And that's, that's been a really good one. Honestly, for me lately, it's actually been the gym. I think even just being at the school gym and just having all the people around you, even if you're not working out with somebody, is a great way to like kind of sounds weird but to be seen to see others you know like I I think there's a need that we all have to like you said to have human interaction and that might vary for different people but I think the more consistent you can be with that um the better um and the last thing I guess I would say is I have been to um counsel I've been to counseling on campus which is very helpful you don't have to go every week you can go you know even a few times during the semester but I think the therapists there and counselors are really good at just being a soundboard for you to go and talk talk things out and uh, help you just maybe find a new perspective because I think it like sounds cheesy but a lot of times we're in our own heads about certain things or maybe we really are going through something terrible Um, and so being able to have somebody to 
look at it in an unbiased way and just give you objective feedback is really nice sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love what you guys said. I would also add in having a routine. I feel like a routine is nice, like having a morning routine that you can look forward to in the morning. So when you get out of bed and you're cold or whatever, you know, at least you have like, for some people, it's a fun workout planned or they're going to like watch. I don't know. Sometimes I like to watch YouTube in the morning because it like helps me get excited for my day. Like when I watch other people's morning routines. So maybe that's a girl thing too. Just I like love the doing that. Guru. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just finding something that you can look forward to every day. Um, and for a lot of people, that is a routine because that kind of just helps everyone feel a bit more stable. Um, I'd also say make things easier on yourself in the winter. It's really hard to like get outside and walk around. You're honestly probably not going to go on walks in the winter just because you're going to be too cold, trudging through the snow. Um, But finding things that, like, I don't know, this is so random, but what popped into my head is, like, for me, I hate going to Walmart, parking, getting out of my car, getting my groceries, going back to my car, and, like, putting my groceries in my car. That's, like, I won't go grocery shopping for weeks just because I hate getting out of my car and, like, standing out there and putting my groceries away. Um, but you can order them online and then go just like drive up. You don't have to get out of your car, park there. They load up your car and then you leave. Like just finding ways to make your tasks easier in the winter can be very, very helpful and just make life a little bit less stressful. So, or like finding shows to watch with your roommates. I feel like every winter we find a show and like every night or two, you know, we're like, okay, at 9 p.m. we're going to watch our show. Like, and that's just something to look forward to, to hang out with your friends and, and watch something fun. I was going to say, and this, I don't want to sound like all nerdy and everything, but like bilateral movement is really important. So that's where you're just crossing your hands and your arms opposite of your legs. So that could be anything. That could be walking. That could be running. It could even be cycling. And the importance of bilateral movement just really helps your mental state. And so like, I'm not huge on fitness. I appreciate it. Um, in the gym, I get a little overwhelmed. And so, um, I kind of stick to what I know, but bilateral movement is really, really important. And so in the winter, I had to just focus on keeping myself moving and yes, walking to classes is important, but also finding other forms of movement is really critical. And I really love the cycling class with Seppi at 7 PM. I think it is the best thing. It's super upbeat and fun. And my roommates love it too. And just prioritizing your fitness, your diet, and your sleep. Mm -hmm. Because when one of those is out of whack, everything is off. And um, for me, I tend to schedule later classes in the day because I am am not a morning person. That's why I'm shocked I made it here, but I did it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so having consistency with my schedule is really important. So despite whatever time my class starts, I will try to wake up at the same time and go to bed at the same time so that my sleep is relatively consistent because having some days where there's more and some days where there's less is really draining and it makes tasks feel incredibly difficult. So I just say having a routine, even being old school and having a paper planner really made it easier for me because with technology and stuff, there's so many notifications popping up. I have ADHD, so I can go on tangents back and forth. And with my assignments and all these tabs, it makes it really hard to focus. So just knowing your flaws and accepting them and saying, okay, how am I going to make this better for myself? Plan that out. And I'm not a planner, but I swear it helps. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I am a planner. I like love to plan out everything. And I feel like that's one thing that does help me is just like having that routine, have like knowing what I have the next day. So it's like, you know, I could lay in bed, maybe I'll skip a class, whatever. But if I have a plan, it's like, no, like I'm going to get out of bed because I know that I have a plan and I can be successful that day. So yeah, that really helps with mental health. And in the winter, just like giving yourself something to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, anyone have any more advice or tips? Last thing I was thinking going along with health is uh, supplements are important. Um, like you said, diet is important. And I think that we tend to probably eat comfort foods in the winter. That's why we get a little fluffy in the winter <laughs> and then try and lose it all in the spring before summer. Um, but I do think, especially for people who are like vitamin D deficient, I always take vitamin D and try and like consistently take vitamins because I always, it's always like when you, I feel like you're not consistently taking them and then all of a sudden you get sick. And then what do you do? You start taking all these vitamins, mm-hmm. start taking the NyQuil, you start taking the DayQuil or whatever you're taking. And so I think instead of letting yourself get to that point where especially like so many people get sick around this time, that's like, it's good to boost your immune system and like get as if there is a day where there's sun, take advantage of it, you know, but, um, just, I think, yeah, taking supplements in addition to a good diet is always a good thing. And I just remembered something. Some of y'all are sad because y'all's rooms and apartments are dirty. (laughs) Uh, Hold on. I know it sounds mean, but like genuinely when your space is clean, you feel so much better. Like imagine waking up. It's already gloomy outside. You're probably running late to class. It's cold. And then you go outside, battle all these demons. You come back 20. I was literally telling Laurel this yesterday. You have all these dishes in the sink. Your room doesn't make any sense. I don't know the last time you wiped down your clean your space, y'all. Like, even if you don't want to clean, I don't know, play that one, clean, whatever. Just do something to motivate you to clean because trust. When your space is clean, you'll feel like a hundred times better. So, yeah, if you're listening and your room is dirty, just put your phone down, get up, start making your bed. I see you, pick up your socks, keep, keep going, keep going. But, yeah, clean up. And I love what you said about making your bed. So my mom and dad really instilled this in me. And there was this army vet who did this video on YouTube. And he said, the beginning of every day, make your bed. It is so simple. But if all else fails during that day, you're going to come home to a made bed. And you're going to be proud of yourself because you accomplished something. And I don't want it to sound cheesy. But it's really rewarding when you come back and you're like, I made my bed. Mm-hmm. I did that today. And sometimes things feel really hard in the winter. It tends to feel a lot harder. But coming home to a made bed and having a messy desk, it's okay. But your bed was made. And I think that's really powerful. I, you can Google the video. It is really cool, really inspirational. And make your bed. You'll feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Light, light a candle for the, for the men who don't have candles mm-hmm. in their room. Love a good candle. Or or open the window every now and then, you know, sunlight, air it out. Fresh air. Clean clean your sheets more than, you know, once every month. Do it every week. Every Every week. week. (laughs) Every week, bi-weekly, hop in the shower, bath. You can make make the bed, but if the bed's dirty, it's still dirty. Yes, I wash my sheets sheets. (laughs) once a week. I have two sets, so if I don't feel like doing it one week, at least I have another clean set. Mm -hmm. Just make your bed and clean your sheets. Heavy on that vacuum. (laughs) Oh, love a good vacuum. (laughs) Yes, I love it all. One more thing I'll say, going back to like the supplements thing that Noah was talking about, 
people get so sick in the winter there was i think it was two winters ago i was sick literally the whole semester like delusional i don't even remember that semester because i was just so out of it but then the next winter i took vitamin c like right as i got back to school not vitamin c vitamin what's that stuff called what that you put in your drink emergency emergency Emergency. Mm -hmm. i took emergency every single morning for like a month or maybe more like two weeks (laughs) <laughs> every single morning doctor. for like <laughs> yeah not a doctor <laughs> just like literally have an emergency every day put in your water before you leave because there are lots of germs circulating once everyone comes back to school and it's the winter and people are inside more so definitely yeah prioritize your health yes so sorry i forgot about this one <laughs> my international girlies coming from the continents of africa or the caribbean Baby, your hair will not survive this winter. Find your local braider. Braid it yourself. Find it. Like, just find a protective style. Your fro will not fro the way it does in this weather. Your hair will snap off. So please, if you're listening, I'm begging. Find a good leave-in conditioner and just, I don't know, get a wig, braid it, do something. But don't leave it out. You won't won't stand a chance. (laughs) That totally reminded me, like, as a straight girl hair white girl like make sure when you're showering like do it at night so when you wake up your hair is not wet because it is so cold your hair will literally snap off it will freeze like it doesn't matter like what ethnic what race like Mm -hmm. you all have to take care of your hair and you know you know how to take care of your hair so be sure to like just understand like when it's negative 40 it's negative 40 water freezes at 32 degrees fahrenheit (laughs) so your hair will freeze so change your routine yeah. And also invest in a heated blanket. If you don't want to do the whole space heater, get a heated blanket because you can take that anywhere and it is the best thing ever. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's good. A good amount of tips and tricks and advice for surviving a Rexburg winter. To the listeners, if this is your first winter, you got it. People survive it. It will be over eventually. And you really just need to learn how to love it and embrace it and romanticize it if you have to. So do the things that make you happy during the winter and you will survive, we promise. You've been listening to The Spot, a production of BYU Idaho Radio. Today's hosts were me, Celeste Simmons, Noah Timpson, Candy Zilalu, and special guest, Laurel Christensen. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU Idaho Radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. This episode was edited by me, Celeste Simmons. Producers were the hosts with supervision by Brandon Isle. Our theme music is Finding Happiness by DJ Quads and the Perpetual Ticking of Time by Artificial Music. To listen to more episodes of The Spot, like and follow us on social media, or visit our website, byuy.edu slash radio, and click podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the BYU Idaho Radio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. And also leave a review of the show and leave a comment on what we should talk about next.